0: hey Welcome to the College Student Success Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping college students with mental health issues set and achieve goals for themselves to get them where they want to be. I'm your host, Derek Malenzak, and this is episode three of the podcast. All right, episode three. Two down, many more to go. Let's rock. So first up, a couple of housekeeping items. I promised you last time that I would be letting you guys know my new schedule, And here he is. So I decided uh, I'm going to commit to two episodes per week. The first episode of the week is going to come out usually on Mondays. This one is out on Tuesday because of the holiday yesterday. And I really wanted it to coincide with the first day of class for uh, many college students out there. And the second one is going to be released on Thursdays each week. I'm going to try and get them out as early as I can. Similarly, I have another announcement to make. You can expect the content for each episode each week to be a little different. So, the Monday shows are going to talk about your goal, you know, the goal that we set uh, for ourselves, and we're going to get all into that today and checking in with that. And it's going to have a little bit more of a productivity focus. So, there'll be things related to the COG REM side of my training. Uh, the things that we can do, the habits and rituals we can put into place to get the goal on our radar and us thinking about it more ac- more often so that we can, in turn, take action on it more often. So the Monday show will be more of a productivity focus. And I think anybody, any college student, can benefit from it. It won't be so... Um, related to the mental health side, because Thursday show will have more of a mental health focus. So that's shows where I will um, talk about things that are uh, maybe resources on campus, supports that may be available to you in the community that you may not know about, We'll talk about things related to the disability offices on campus, supported in education. So the other areas, the psych rehab and and SED components of my uh, background and training will be put to use in the Thursday episodes. And that way, if you just tend to be more interested in that part of the podcast, then just listen to the Thursday ones. And if you don't really care about that shit and just are here for the, the more the motivation and the the things related to keeping you on track to get those goals achieved, then Mondays are going to be the shows for you to listen to. Uh, Once again, the blog is at www.collegestudentsuccesspodcast.com and an email address where you can reach me to ask questions, uh, make suggestions, feedback of any kind. uh, It would be at collegestudentsuccesspodcast at gmail.com. And in both cases, the web address and the email address, College Student Success Podcast is all one word, no underscores or anything. Last quick housekeeping item, uh, the forums. I had installed a forum at the blog for people to be able to go, and I really want to build a community. That's going to be an area where I spend a lot of time in the next, uh, over the course of the semester. But in using it, when I was making these first initial posts to link back to the show notes and, and provide a, a place for people to talk about what they think of the show and ask questions and whatnot, I just found myself really like uh, I just don't like using that forum. Uh, it was a plugin, a WordPress plugin, and it's you know it's fine for what it is, but it's just not enjoyable to use. And it, you still you still have to create a username and log in. So um, my brother, amazing. He Amazing that he was thinking about this because I was just having this thought and I hadn't talked to anybody about it yet. Sent me some feedback because he had listened to one of the the first few episodes and said, hey, I know you're interested in really promoting the forum. Have you thought about Reddit? And I was like, no. I And it, it, to show how much I haven't thought about Reddit, I have a poll up there on my uh, blog right now. Uh, What kind of social media should the College Student Success Podcast branch out into first? And I have like, I don't know, six or seven options, and Reddit Reddit isn't even on there. Uh, So I'm the dumbass. Uh, It's perfect because that's what it is it's a forum, it's a forum of forums. So I made one, I made a subreddit called College Student Success. It is. I'm gonna to link to it. I just did it today, so I have to. I want to transfer over the uh, the threads that I've started on the blog, uh, the blog forum, and move them over to Reddit, so that anyone with a Reddit account won't have to sign up for anything else. They could just subscribe to the forum. It is, or the sub it is a private sub so you will have to get the moderator who's me i'm dig dugs d-i-g-d-u-g-z in case you want to find me on reddit Uh, i will have to approve you and that's just for you know i want to know who's coming in there it's not we're going to be talking about or disclosing sensitive shit you know i want it to be a, a closed community where people can feel safe so that's the reason for that so chances are more than likely i'm going to approve you um I just want to keep the spam, the spam lords and, you know, lurkers who are there for the wrong reasons out. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. So this is episode three and I called this one. Here is where we set our goals and that will be the home exercise for you guys today is to kind of come come away into next week thinking about, all right, this is the area I really want to make a change in this semester. So let's start off with a story. Story time. Ding, ding, ding. So we started off last time with a story. And when we left our hero last, he had entered Rutgers University. And the reason he was going there is because his mom said he'd be a good physician's assistant. And this was uh, back in episode two. If you want to hear that story, go back and listen. And uh, so after that first semester, when he was sort of just taking introductory courses that every college freshman has to take, and he's starting to sign up for courses for the second semester, he realized he really didn't want to actually do that goal that his mom thought he'd be good at and said, yeah, I'll do that. Um, and he started to think about what he really liked and what was really passion, passionate about and found that his love of reading... Was the thing he that stood out to him? So he said, "All right, I like to read. That's a good enough place to start. Let me um, let me do that." And so he switched his major to English and went on to get an English degree. So we're gonna pick up from there uh, with this story of my first job, my first full time job after getting that English degree. It was really not in anything. In- that English related. I thought maybe I'd be a teacher as I think I mentioned but I had no teaching experience. Uh, However I did have a little experience in the mental health field and that was actually my minor. I majored in English minored in psychology and my senior year I needed money and decided to get a part-time job as a counselor in a, a social service agency that worked with adults who have mental illness. And if you've ever wondered, you know, where the sickest of the sick people with mental illness go and, you know, sort of what that system is like, you know, you'll be interested in this story. Uh, Just a little sidebar first. The way I refer to people, uh, it's really ingrained in my head to not ever call somebody, for instance, a schizophrenic. And it gets back to this idea that you don't want to label somebody by their illness so you know oh he's a manic depressive never you're gonna never hear that come out of my mouth so we use person first language is what it's called and it's basically just referring to the person as that as just that a person so it's a person with schizophrenia and I can't, it's not even just like the mental illness uh, stigma that this really has I, I feel this because I can't do any I can't do with anything Um I, I feel like mm, a lot of people would not take offense to the term, for instance, of diabetic. But I can't, I can't call somebody a diabetic. I have to say it's a person with diabetes. And so that's just what, the way you'll always re- hear me refer to people. It's, it's out of respect, mainly. And the fact that just because you have diabetes or schizophrenia doesn't make give me the permission to label you as such and think of you as being like, oh, that's just the person with, that's just the schizophrenic. No, that's a person. They may have schizophrenia or diabetes, but that's just one element of them and their character. So back to my story. Um, This is sort of like just not a specific story, but just what the job was like, that first full-time job I ever had. I worked in a group home, and a group home would be, in this case, where adults with major mental illness – who were locked up in the state psychiatric hospitals so they were committed there they couldn't just be like oh I want to leave they were there against their will and they had oftentimes been there for a long time and that at some point a psychiatrist had said okay this person's ready to get discharged and when that happened Someone and we had an open space. Someone from our agency would go to the hospital and, and meet that person. Uh, that person that that went to the hospital eventually became me. But at this point, I was, you know, just a lowly counselor and they would go there and they'd interview the person and say, hey, we have a spot open. And, and you know, what do you say you come and check it out? And it wasn't really like, oh, what do you say? It was like, here, you're going to be checking this out. They did a brief visit. They'd come for a few days to see the place and meet their their housemates and make sure that there wasn't going to be any major catastrophes. And then they'd, they'd be discharged from the hospital and they'd be living there. I lived in an abnormally, I, not, I didn't live there, I'm sorry. I worked in an abnormally large group home where 10 people lived. It was a 10-bed group home. Um, most of them are about half that size that I've worked in or been, a, been, a, been around since. And so it was just like any other house. The, the agency would buy a house. And, you know, oftentimes with funding from a, in this case, it would be the Division of Mental Health Services, probably. And they'd buy a house and they would hire staff. And the staff would sort of uh, oversee the house where the people lived. So there would be like one bedroom of the um, in the house would be like a staff office. And then the rest of the house would be where the, the people would... Uh, would live and they some people had singles some people had doubles there were some common areas everybody had a chore everybody got to take turns cooking every day they cooked for everyone else Uh, during the day they were not allowed to just stay home all day and sit around so they had to be out and for nine times out of ten the place for them to go would be a day program and that would be at least in those days which is we are think we're talking like the year 2000 uh, a place where people would go, uh, it was adult daycare, essentially. So it, it, I kind of felt like a babysitter in that first job. The people that worked at these uh, day c- programs really were, were babysitters as well. Um, they would go, the people would attend groups. So they might go to like a, a, skills, a skills type of group like um, anger management. It's you know, a popular one. You know, and they'd go there and they'd sit there for 45 minutes and a counselor would t- talk to them about ways for them to manage their anger. And maybe they'd watch a movie and a couple of people would be sleeping. You know, that was what they did. And that's what our, our tax dollars would pay for. Anyway, so they would go for a portion of the day and then we would be the ones to pick them up. So my job was essentially uh, make sure they eat, make sure they keep the house clean drive them where they need to go, make sure that the medication doesn't run out and that they take everything they're supposed to, and generally just make sure shit doesn't go awry, you know, manage any crisis that comes up. And that was the job, and I learned a lot. You know, it wasn't a great job, but it certainly was my foot in the proverbial door. Um, A lot of times you'd ask a person like, what is your goal right because that would be one of the first things they do when they'd come is that we would have to do a treatment plan with them and if you think back to episode one i think i talk about the psych rehab process a little and, and rule number one of psych rehab is like we don't prescribe goals to people and that's exactly what we did in this group home we would be like okay this person oh look they've had a, a history of, of going off their medication so let's put this guy go down as i will remain medication compliant because that's a really important goal right if you don't take your medication you're going to end up back in the hospital and so we would tell these people it's so sick like that's not what i believe by the way not everybody needs to take medication or else they're gonna end up in the hospital just in case they couldn't detect my sarcasm. Anyway, we would give them other goals like, oh, the, your goal is to stay out of the hospital or your goal is to not become verbally aggressive. <laughs> you know, it's just stupid goals that like were the, what the staff wanted the person to do and not what the, the person actually articulated as like, this is really what I wanna do. This is really what I wanna get out of being uh, a client of your agency. And that's really what they were. So I don't know if you do better than they would with goals being assigned to you. But I know I didn't. And I gave my example with my career choice early in uh, my college existence. So what does this have to do with us? Well, I need people to think big, at least in the beginning. Think about... An area where you really want to make a change. And for some people, they might have a very really narrow sense and know exactly what they want. And their goal might be something like, I will get a degree in molecular biology by June of 2018 at Rutgers University. And it's like, wow, that person's like really knows what they want. And that could be your goal in, in, you know, for the purposes of, you know, why you listen to the podcast or, you know, to kind of for me to help you get closer to that goal. Um, for a lot of people, they don't really have as definitive of an answer like myself. Um, when I decided I was going to be an English major, it was because I had a passion for reading. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to become an English teacher for the seventh grade in this particular high school by this particular time. Because I didn't know that yet. I, and that certainly isn't what my passion was. My passion was reading. It was like, all right, I'm just going to head in that direction. English is, is a, a good all-around major. You know, I won't be a dumbass when I get out. So if you know the exact coordinates you know roadmap analogy time you know your exact address and you put it into your gps google maps right is going to take you right to that destination or within you know a couple hundred yards hopefully you might not have that address on you though proverbially speaking you might just know generally what you love and in that case that's where you're going to head You know, so instead of, you know, in the absence of the exact coordinates, you know, you need to head west. That's okay. (laughs) That is good enough for now. I just knew I need to head in this direction. And along the way, I might actually veer off in a slightly northerly direction. And now I'm heading northwest because I found this this thing that's kind of interesting. And that's exactly what I'm trying to get people to do. What I don't want people to do is just wander around in circles for days, weeks, months, years. And if you're wandering around in circles, you don't know what you want, you don't even have a direction that you're headed, you end up spending a lot of fucking money in the process. Um, So just start by thinking big, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be huge. It's okay to have a goal and just be like, "Oh, this." I don't know if this is like big enough because all I really want to do is this. Chances are, if you are saying that, it's big enough, you know. Um, I think people get caught up in this thinking about goal setting and dreaming and being like, "It's got to be huge. I got to cure cancer," and you don't have to cure fucking cancer, okay? You just have to do something that you really want to do. That's kind of hard. That you maybe have been thinking about for a while, or you maybe is, are intimidated by. And then you need a time frame. So we go back to the four domains. If you're searching for you know, a direction, think back to those four domains, living, learning, working, and socializing. So you may be thinking, like, I need to make a change with my life. And it might be the physical space where you live. I need to move somewhere. Or it might be related to your physical body. Or, or spiritual body or, or mental body and in case that you want to make some sort of health-related goal change. And that's great. I want to lose weight. I want to quit smoking. I want to, you know, whatever. So that would be a living domain goal. It could just be I want to get healthier and we'll, we'll take it from there. Learning? Learning doesn't have to be formal learning. So... It could be I want to get a degree, but it could also be I just want to learn how to sew because that's just something I've always wanted to do. Or I want to learn a computer language, not because I'm a computer science major, but because that's just something I've always wanted to do. Working, working, you know, can definitely be exactly what we think about when we Talk about working, I want to get this particular job, I want to get a career, I want to get a a part-time job, delivering pizza on Friday nights because I need a little extra money. That's fine, dude. That's beyond fine. That's actually great. I'm ready to help you with that goal. Socializing, again, can be pretty broad. It can be, I want to make more friends. It could be, I really want to find an intimate relationship. It could be anything in between. So your assignment, so to speak, home exercise, is going to be to come up with your big goal. That's what we're going to call it, the BG. Uh, come up with a, your big goal or, or if you don't have exact goal, it could just be an area. Uh, here's how the formula should work in terms of like at least a sense of what you, uh, you want to do. I have a, a formula or an equation. So your BG, your big goal equals, quotes, I will, plus a verb, plus something related to one of the domains that we just talked about, and then a time frame. So I will verb, something related to one of the domains by a certain time. So I will give you my big goal ahead of time, so you can at least have a sense of like, all right, here's an example of a big goal. I am, let me put it into the right equation, sorry. I will figure out how to homeschool my son by the time he's ready for kindergarten. My son turns three uh, this month, so I have about two years. Notice I didn't say I will... Do it, I will figure out a way to do it. So that might be having a homeschool group do it f- for me, you know. Um, but this is an example for me of a goal that I am really passionate about. It's something I've been thinking about s- for the last two years. And it's a goal that is something I've made no traction on. I mean, I consider myself a pretty goal-oriented person. I mean, you'd hope the host of a goal-setting podcast would be like that, right? Um, but this is one I cannot make any fucking traction in, and it's because it's such an overwhelming idea to me. This idea to like his education would be in my hands and that I'm going to know exactly what to do and there's a million curriculums and a million way to do it, a million ways to do it, and a million different people that can help you, and I don't even know where to start no clue so that's gonna be my BG and you're gonna see along the way the steps that I take to start to do this or I don't take you know there's a chance I don't make that I don't achieve this goal and there's a chance you won't achieve the goal that you you come next week uh, in mind with it's okay maybe we'll learn something along the way that will serve to help us the next time but I think we're gonna achieve them I I think I'm gonna get there and I think you will too so I really hope you join me for the journey. All right. Once we get the big goal into, into place, we actually won't talk too much about it week to week because it's, it's almost like, all right, it's, we, get, we know what it is. Now let's forget about it for a little while because we're not going to be there for, for quite a while. What is one practice, one small thing I can start to do tomorrow or even today? What's one little habit I can work on over this next week that's, in the end, going to actually lead me closer to that big goal? Maybe it's setting aside 20 minutes every day to devote to research. Maybe it's talking to five people, talking to one person each day over the next week about what I want to do and see what they say. Maybe it's uh, picking one homeschool method and going into depth about it and doing that every week for the next five weeks. These are examples of the little habits and practices that I might start to think about and that we're going to really delve into next week. Once you got your BG, um, what can we do? What are the COGREM strategies? How can I keep this goal at the forefront of my mind? Chances are if you've had something on that on your mind for a while that you've wanted to do and you haven't been able to do it, there's a reason why it. you know, you're scared could be a perfectly viable reason, or you really don't know what the first step is is those are the two big ones that I find is is the, the great inhibitors, so to speak, to goal achievement, fear, and lack of knowledge, lack of info. So we can work on those together. Anyway, that's it for today uh once again if you are subscribed to the podcast and are enjoying it so far it would be awesome if you could comment and rate that we would be on the itunes platform only at this point i do hope to get out to stitcher and some of the other uh non-apple platforms as well but we're starting starting small we're going to build something big here so if you, could, uh, if you could comment or leave me a review, uh, that would be awesome. It's going to really help me help the podcast get found by other people as well. All right. That is it for today. Uh, I will see you again back here on Thursday. Take care. Enjoy your first week.